What's up, loves? It's your girl, Jerry Alicia. And your girl, Alicia J. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? This is the Journey to Motherhood podcast. So we are in the month of December. Y'all, we made it a whole 12 months during a pandemic. The craziest year I have ever experienced in my whole entire life. We made it. So I am so happy about that. Um, This is the last episode of 2020. Y'all, we did it. We did it. Hooray. (laughs) Why am I like Dora Dora the Explorer? (laughs) We did it. We did it. We did it. Hooray. Right. (laughs) Right. So we are super excited that y'all have been rocking with us during whole 2020. Um, Today, we have a special treat for y'all. We actually have a special guest with us um, and we're going to let her introduce yourself. But we are going to talk about protecting your peace today. If you want to journey to motherhood, you know that peace can kind of be... not available all the time or we don't take advantage of it all the time so we're going to talk about protecting your peace um leading up to the holidays because it's really important even if you're not on a journey to motherhood it's important that you have peace and you protect it from anything that's trying to threaten that um but let's let's get into our special guest so me and alicia have a mutual friend named brandy and brandy is a counselor um, she's going to give her formal introduction in a minute and she is super amazing. She's super funny. So if she says something funny. That's just literally her personality. That's literally just how she is. So just take it. Um, Brandy, can you just introduce yourself to our guests real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you ladies for having me join this podcast. And I just want to shout out myself for being the plug for interesting <laughs> <laughs> Because she did bring us together. Like, she can be the plug. You're right. And I'm so excited because I value both of you. I value your friendship. And so to see how you both are working in this space is just such a blessing to me. And so I just want to say that. Shout out to you, to you ladies as well. So, um, yes, I am uh, Brandy Siobhan, I am a licensed clinical social worker. I have been practicing in the field of mental health now for oh, 13 years. My God. Um, right. And I am li- <laughs> duly licensed, well, triply licensed now in Georgia, New York, and New Jersey. Woo-woo, oh, so no you're girl. fancy, fancy. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I just do what I do, you know. <laughs> I love, I love the arena of mental health, and you know, like Jerry said, I'm very passionate about what I do, but I also have a sense of humor. I love to cut up. I love to laugh. So we're gonna get into some things today, but hey. laugh and have fun at the same time. So I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Like they say on Coming to America. Oh Lord. And, oh Lord. And she's kind of downplaying herself. Um she, she is really the CEO, is. uh founder of Pearls of oh, Esther. Esther. Um she's got a women's 360 university. Like this girl is doing the doggone thing out here in the streets. She is entrepreneur. Uh um what is what is the word I'm looking for? Entrepreneur uh, royale or what yeah, that I think that's what I'm looking for. So <laughs> So basically what we're saying is Brandy is that chick. That's what yes. we're saying. She She's is. that chick. Okay. She is She's that chick. Okay. <laughs> but yes, we're going to get right into it. So protecting your peace. So y'all know I really love definitions. And so I was having a moment today. I was like, hmm, is there an actual definition for protecting your peace? Um, there's not like a Google definition or a Webster's definition, but I did come across a blog on self-love and powers and they describe at protecting your peace as meaning maintaining a healthy environment for growth and also guarding your state of mind. And I think that's like the perfect definition mm-hmm. of protecting your peace uh, because when you're when you're not peaceful, your mind is literally all over the place. And mm-hmm. I can attest to that. I, I've been there, done that. I could literally write a book on not protecting my peace. So um, we just want to talk about that because it's really important that when you're going through stuff and you're having all these life issues and life changes, that your peace really is protected. Um, Brandon, can you just kind of talk about that just a little bit? 
Yes. So especially with everything that's going on and the weirdness of 2020, I think it's <laughs> perfect time because 2020 been on one. Like it, it's yes. yes, for yes. real. So yes. I think that it's very important to number one when we talk about protecting our peace. I think about boundaries and how important boundaries are and boundaries don't necessarily involve other people. Like when we set boundaries, setting boundaries can also be mental and emotional boundaries that we set. That can be, I'm not going there today. I'm not Mm -hmm. mind to wander into that space. I'm going to give myself 20 minutes to worry about this. And then I'm moving on with my day. I'm not going to watch certain things or listen to certain things because they're going to ramp up my anxiety. And so when mm-hmm. I think about protecting peace, that means being aware of what your boundaries are. And then the mm. that is not being afraid mm-hmm. to assert and to affirm and to uphold those boundaries. Because sometimes we set boundaries and then we feel guilty when we actually should not be feeling guilty for doing what's best for us. And I think that the first thing that we have to do is number one, know what our boundaries are. And then number two, get rid of the guilt of having boundaries and actually putting those boundaries in place. Oh, that's That's good. Um, Because I know for me, I have to have boundaries with friends and family depending on, you know, how I'm feeling that day. But then afterwards, I'll be feeling guilty, like, okay, I should have called or I could have went or whatever the case is. And so that's really important that you said um, know your boundaries and keep to them Uh, because, yeah, boundaries are there for a reason. They're there Uh to protect you. That's that's part of protecting your peace. Uh And so, yeah, that's really good. Uh, Thank you for that, Brandy. And not. Yeah, I mean. Um, I don't know. I, I think most of us struggle with that word no, um, especially mm-hmm. when you're a giver and a person who's a servant. You know, we're we're all Christian girls. We love Jesus. And, you know, we're taught by our pastors, you know, serve, go and serve. The Bible says serve. And so when it's that moment of decision of saying, OK, I have set this boundary and this is a no that servant in us, right, is like, oh, but, you know, we have to have the, the, the heart of Christ, the mind of Christ to go serve. So how do we get over that um, in us, Brandy? How do we overcome that, um, that, that, that need or that desire to always be a servant? Well, I think that it's very honorable for the saints of God who I will tell you no and will not feel any level of conviction <laughs> and I'm the exact opposite yes like, right exactly I'm with I'm with Jerry I'm like okay no and then I'm like man but, maybe. <laughs> but, but here's the thing Jesus had moments where I'm sure that he rested where he got away mm-hmm. to pray, yep. where and you, God rested. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if if the if we're looking at the word as Christians and we're looking at, OK, where is is there a space for me to rest in this? There most certainly is. And I think that if it wasn't important, it would not be mentioned in the Bible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I I think that we have to get to this point, even as Christians, even if we're talking about serving in ministry or in church, where we don't even feel guilty in that space of running ourselves ragged. Because the thing is, you can still become resentful. What is what's good about showing up to feed, you know, a thousand people on the street if you're so run down and you're tired and you don't want to be there anyway? Your heart posture mm. isn't right anyway. You should have just stayed at home and mm. kicked it, right? Uh And so I think that even in that, so that we can keep our hearts pure and our motives pure and keep that fresh fire to serve, we do have to pull back and set those boundaries and do some self-care. Absolutely. Man, where were you seven years ago when I needed this advice? That's all I want to know. What were you doing in your life? Because you weren't in my life, Brandy. And I'm kind of mad about that right now. Okay. <laughs> it's so true. But I was probably She's speaking true. Cool, so you probably didn't want me then. But I'm here now. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm here now, <laughs> that's what matters. 
<laughs> that is so good though because it. and it's true because when we're tired when we're agitated when we're anxious we are not at our best selves that's when we have the uh-huh. attitude the most that's uh-huh. when people need to extend grace to us the absolute most and so we're going to be in that state uh, we can't serve God to our to our fullest ability like that and God is like yeah you need to go and not do this right now because you're not even doing it well so that was really good for that it's good yep it's it really is all about the heart you're right you're right and then uh, what ends up happening is it it reflects in what you're doing, right? So your work gonna end up looking janky because your attitude janky. Right. So right. <laughs> it's janky. And then you gonna get mad because people talking about it. Well, did you give it your best? Let's start right. there. Yes. Right. Let's start there. Exactly. Absolutely. So yeah, that that's really good. Um, and just how do you feel about? taking breaks um, from social media leading up to the holidays. I know some people are like, yes, definitely do it. Then some are like, no, you'll be okay. And blah, blah, blah. I have my own opinion about that, by the way, but I want to hear from Brett. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm always ready to take a break from social media, like every day. Um, But I I don't have that luxury because I run a business on social media. And so I'm glad that you brought Mm -hmm. that up. That's such a good question because for a lot of people, this is a challenging time, you know, for, you know, like you ladies speak a lot about infertility and um, just the desire for children. And so people posting like certain pictures or certain announcements or things like that can be triggering, right? Well, for single ladies, you know, the pictures of the fam with the pajamas on and all of that can be just as triggering, right? I mean, if we're really getting down into it, I mean, are we being real? Yeah. Well, and, and, Christmas, and Christmas engagement, yes. Christmas oh my proposals. Oh my gosh, Christmas Day. I'm like, I'm not trying to look at <laughs> nobody's uh, Instagram or Facebook because I know about ten of y'all just got engaged. Congratulations! I'm so happy for y'all. It can be all these things. Right, individuals who have experienced the death of a loved one just right. having this first holiday without their loved one mm-hmm. there, especially with COVID going on, and so. I think that breaks from social media are healthy. If you want to go on there and just kind of scroll a little bit, get what you need. This, first of all, decide why you're going on social media. If it mm-hmm. calm your anxiety, okay, we're going to deal with that in a whole separate space. If it's to <laughs> compare yourself to other people, that's not healthy either. Like, if, if it's to get information, if you're trying to find out, okay, what are the COVID numbers right now? What's going on in the Senate? What's, you know, what's, is everybody voting? That's information that you can get without going on social media. There are other websites that you can go to. So number one, define why you're going on social media. Is it to pass the time? You know, just understand what you're doing, number one. Number two, how is it making you feel? If it's not giving you good vibes, if you're feeling anxious or depressed or like you really don't have your life together when you go on social media, you don't need to go on there. That's just period and point blank. You can find something else to do to fill that time. Um, But I definitely agree that taking a break if needed is a good thing. And I've started telling people, I was going to say I always, but I haven't been telling people that long because I just learned about this. But Mm -hmm. I've started telling people, (laughs) make sure that your business is not social media driven only. So if I mm-hmm. decide that I need to take a break yeah. from Facebook or Instagram for 30 days, my business does not plummet or it doesn't tank because I'm not posting. Find That's a good point. Days. That's really good. Get your, business, yes. get your email marketing up, you know, corporate yep. sponsors, you know, talking with people, get other ways to be able to market your business, to establish these relationships other than social media, because if social media goes down today, you're in trouble. And then if you want to, you can't because you feel guilty that you're not on there promoting your brand. And so for me that, and that's a lesson that I'm still walking through. I've just got on, I just got on clubhouse last week and I've literally been working and listening to clubhouse and I haven't scrolled Facebook or Instagram that much because I'm literally on clubhouse listening to discussions about how to build my business. And that's 
that's awesome. going on Facebook and Instagram as much and I can also get work done in the process but Jerry what's your opinion on this because you you said you have your own personal opinion so I do have an opinion um if my business wasn't social if both of my businesses weren't social media based then I definitely would not be on there as much as I am now granted I'm not even on social media a lot now um because I have the app called later so I can schedule my social media yep, posts without everything on there yep. praise the Lord on high because yep. sometimes social media is a lot and so I found that I was taking I was doing a lot on social media and I was taking a lot of time being on social media so I was like okay I got stuff to do I can't really be scrolling like this so let me find but I, my business is social media based um, and that's where a lot of my followers come from. That's where a lot of my graphic design clients come from is word of mouth through social media. So let me figure this out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a post scheduling app. That way I can still post. I can still see the comments, but I don't have to be on social media. Um, and I think it's important that you do a social media fast anyway, because social media is a lot. Um, it can be very toxic. It can be very triggering. It can be, it's just, it's just a lot. And so, especially in the climate that we're in now, I think it's definitely a very good idea to take a break because if you don't, you'll be mad at people that you love right. just because of political views or whatever the case is. And I think that when we, get so consumed by social media we missed the point uh of what social media was built for in the first place which is community so when when we focus on the post itself we forget about yeah that's right right that's good so yeah that was that's my little thing about social media take a break y'all that's all look y'all let me tell y'all brandy and jerry jerry i spoke with them earlier they were like you know what, we hadn't seen you on social media in a minute. And I was like, yeah, because I'm taking a whole break. <laughs> so it's a bit, this is about, what, month two? I probably won't yeah. come back on until January. And what's so crazy is I'm still getting clients for makeup. Like, I'm not even promoting, and people have been calling me. And so I think that's because, you know, I've established myself enough on social media where I don't have to promote. And God has really been good because, you know, I was just kind of like, you know what, if I get clients, I get clients. If I don't, I'm, I'm fine. But um, I have the I have a, you know, a, a, a business where it's mostly word of mouth, you know, is been referrals are are where I get a lot of my um, clients from. So. Um, it, it really does help. So, but like the lady said, you know, scheduling your post, um, you can come off of social media and work in the background, um, and still market. You can, um, you know, do the marketing programs through Facebook and Instagram. Uh, of course those are paid, but you can get those scheduled for you. So you don't have to be on social media or you can pay somebody else to post it for you. If you, you know, out here balling like that so you know (laughs) so um but yeah there's so many different options but man when I tell you these few months where I've just had a break from social media I've been I feel so much better I feel lighter I don't feel anxious I don't feel like I'm missing out on stuff um in fact even when I go on Facebook like when I've been just kind of checking in just a little bit just here and there it's like I don't even feel the need to be on there for hours like yeah. you know like before yeah. and so just taking that break it just has helped tremendously now I do miss seeing Brandy and Jerry's random oh. comments random posts about whatever it is that's going on but um you know I do but I do still get you know people still keep me up up to date and the people that I care about that I need to you know follow up with I have their phone number so I just call them so you know in in the moments where I feel like oh no I'm missing out on something I'm just like oh you know what you're not just call them just let you know see how they're doing um I will say I did pop on the other day and found out that one of my friends has cancer and so I was like oh my gosh 
So <laughs> I immediately just called her instead of, you know, uh, dwelling on the post. And so it's just um, getting back to that that other interaction of being on the phone and texting. And y'all know if I call you, Brandy and Jerry know if I call you. It's serious. That's serious. It's not just a phone. Yes, for real. But you know, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I think that so many times we build relationships on social media and not until mm-hmm. you come off that you realize like, who are you thinking about every day? Who's in, mm-hmm. who lives in your heart mm-hmm. and in your mind, even without social media? And I think that that's where the real connections are because Absolutely. people feel like they know you when they know your social media personality. Like, no, you mm-hmm. know social media, number one. Number two, exactly. <laughs> commenting on a post or liking a post is not equivalent to building a friendship. Exactly. There are a lot of people who can like, tag, share comment on everything you do but that's not building an authentic connection we have a business exchange or a social media exchange what you're doing built like you said cultivating those relationships still reaching out outside of social media even checking on people Mm -hmm. hey are you good you know i haven't heard from you you all right you straight you know Checking on your people, like those are the authentic connections. And so we shouldn't be driven, our relationships shouldn't be driven and cultivated by social media only anyway. Absolutely. That's that's really good. And then just to take it a step further with the whole infertility aspect, why are you so consumed with what everybody else has going on? You Mm -hmm. get to the root of that. Why does it matter if she got pregnant last month or she posted her pregnancy why does that make you angry now I can understand if you've been trying for a while and you're uncomfortable you're like oh man I wish it was my thing that's cool I get that um and that's something that God has to deal with you with but with when it comes to a point where it makes you angry that's a heart issue Now social media is turning into a heart issue. And that's something you definitely have to deal with. Um, because whatever goes on in your hearts is going to come out in your words, in your actions, in everyday life. Yes. And so yeah. I think you have to really um, check your motives of why, why, is, why is this bothering me so much? Why do I get anxious? Why do I feel this type of way when I see something like this on social media? And that can go for any, you know, topic or any lifestyle or whatever the case is. Why am I so focused on this? Because um, I'm pretty sure that that you may see that one post, but somebody's encouraging you in another post, but yet you're focused on the post where it's illuminating what you don't have. That means you're focused mm-hmm. on things. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. It's definitely about, like you said, checking your heart and, again, knowing what your boundary is and setting Mm -hmm. up that boundary that's going to protect your peace. And going on social media during this time is not something that's going to be conducive to you protecting your peace. You just don't need to do it. It's just point blank. Mm -hmm. It'll still be there. Like Alicia said, you know, she's still getting clients. The business will go on. You know, and then nine times out of ten, like most people are not even thinking about you like that. So, <laughs> let's just be honest. Yeah. You could let's totally be honest. Like the people who really cared are the people who called and were like, "Alicia, you all right? I ain't seen you on Facebook." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm just real good." Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, and if those don't even have your phone number, do you, right. we have a relationship? Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And not only that, like, you know, there was a time before Facebook. There was a time before Instagram. Like, we were doing fine before social media. So don't forget that, you know, in those moments before these things came along, we still had gatherings. I mean, COVID-19 kind of killed that right now, but we still... We still reached out. We still had friendships. So you have again. You need to make sure that you continue to cultivate those real friendships outside of social media, right. and you know, let people know about you know what you're going through. And especially if you're having a hard time during this season, you know, reach out to your friends and say, "Look, 
I I saw so and so's post and I just broke down today. I just it was not a good day for you, girl. And you know, and those real friends will be there to help right. do it. And then your real friends will let you know that it's okay that you had a moment. They won't mm-hmm. they won't be like, Oh, I didn't know you were still feeling like this or whatever other crazy stuff people say. And so I, I think that it's important for us to kind of pause here and say, It's okay. Um, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you this evil person that you had a moment because you saw someone else um, get something that you desperately wanted. Yeah. Uh, but you do need to deal with that, though. It doesn't make you a bad person, but you do need to deal with it. And part mm-hmm. of dealing with that may be taking a break from social media. And that's okay. Yeah. I mm-hmm. talked on episode of... Um, my podcast about comparison and how it just never um, leads to a good place. Comparison Mm -hmm. never leads you down a road of happiness. It always shines a light on your perceived failures or your perceived inadequacies. And so I think that part of protecting your peace is when you see that post or when you hear that, that, Thing being said or, or see something and you're triggered I think that it's important to first recognize what is this saying about me because when we look at the root of a lot of anxiety issues and depression um, a lot of the negative thought processes are around my identity it's around who do I think that I am how do I see myself how do I think that other people see me and so I think that if we're talking about protecting our peace that also includes knowing who you are and those like you said Jerry those places in our identity that we feel inadequate we don't feel good enough we feel like you know even when it comes to jealousy jealousy is such a lie because to me jealousy says this person has something that I can never have Mm, that's good that's real good Yes. That's good. And and it's also saying God is giving this person something that he would not give to me because he sees them in a way that he doesn't see me. Oh, girl, that's deep. Listen. Ooh. I've been, Ooh. I have, trust me. I have <laughs> been there and and yeah, my negative thoughts out whether it's to Jerry knows like Jerry's my accountability. And I'd be like, "Girl, I'm I'm going through it. It's ghetto." And she know when I, I t- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will literally yeah. get a text message that says this is ghetto. Yeah. Oh, she already know, like she needs to call me or she'd be like, What's ghetto, friend? I'd be like, girl, it's oh. this is really ghetto. I deal with this. But it's very ghetto, number one. Number two, I think it's helpful to put those bad thoughts out on the table and not allow them to, to rent space in our heads or to be on eat and replay in our heads it's like a broken record right Mm -hmm. again when we look at issues of jealousy or comparison always about what am I lacking you know and what do I not have and what areas am I not good enough and if we start to look there and start healing those issues then I think that we won't be our buttons won't be pushed so much because those areas are healed if that makes sense I know I just said a lot. I hope it made sense. That makes perfect sense, though. It makes perfect sense. It, it really does, because a lot of times, um, especially with women with infertility, when we see others, you know, getting pregnant and having babies and all this stuff, we automatically feel like we're unworthy. That's like mm-hmm. the default emotion. Wow. Um, and so I think that we yeah. have to get to yeah. the root of why do you feel unworthy? Yeah. And imagine, so it, and not in addition to being having issues with infertility, when you're unmarried and having issues with infertility, it's like you're a super, so I'm unworthy to be married and I'm unworthy to be a mother. So, you know, it's like, thanks. I got you. Right you're like God, what is really happening right now? Because um, this is really the ghetto down here. Right. <laughs> right. 
It's real good. But yeah, so I think we have to get to the root of this stuff because if if we don't get to the root of it, today it's infertility. Tomorrow it could be a job loss or a job promotion that you didn't get. It could literally, it's interchangeable. And so if you don't deal with the root of why you feel a certain way, you're going to always feel that way, no matter if you get pregnant next month or not. It, yes, know, absolutely. Right. Else that makes you feel that way, and so then that's right. It stops being about infertility and becoming a mom. Now that's a character flaw. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, to get to the root of that. Yeah, and it's it's so funny, Jerry, because what really humbles me and shifts my perspective, even as an unmarried woman, is. Number one, I know married people go through stuff, and who ain't trying to be stressed? Out? Ah, <laughs> listen, I'm not trying okay. to be out. <laughs> okay, number one. So it's very sobering <laughs> when my when my married friends let me in on the fact that marriage is not just you know sex and vacation and making money. It's not always hot sex. I mean, it's not. <laughs> It's just not okay. Right. There's stupid arguments. It's it's But but here's what's always sobering to me, and this is this goes with your point about um and Alicia's point as well about perspective and just it'll always be something. Mm-hmm. I was reading a post the other day about from a married woman who said that she at one point grieved because she could not be as free as single people as single women not to say that she had resentment oh, towards wow. her marriage yeah she was like man like i can't just pack pack my bags and go on a trip next week like i no 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 you know me good for booking nope. a trip to aruba and then you look around and i'd be posting on facebook like i'm at the airport Right, (laughs) good for it, and I enjoy that part of my life. So, what that says to me is that marriage is a beautiful thing, and even though that's something that I want in its time, I can enjoy Mm -hmm. the journey to that place because, like Jerry said, there's not a shortage of things to desire, there's not, you know what I mean? Even even when you get married, it's when are you going to have kids? When you have kids, right. when are you going to have one? You got the next one. <laughs> when are you going to buy a house? Or, or <laughs> is your kid going to be super yeah. smart? Like, is he going to be the, the, the best football, kid, the best you know? person? It's, yeah, it's exactly. always something to aspire to. So then it, it, it helps mm-hmm. you to be content with where you are and enjoy the journey and also understand yeah. that we don't have to put those unnecessary pressures on ourselves and mm, we don't absolutely. have to allow ourselves to go down that road of comparison. And like, like you lady said, you know, always coming back to what is this saying about me and where does this come from? Mm-hmm. Is this, you know, for instance, if you have a mindset of perfectionism, maybe you want to have that perfect family because you want people to see you as perfect. Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Was that, is there, childhood did your parents expect for you to be perfect like where does that come from and and I think that if we can get to that place then that's where the healing can can start basically that's good that's really good that's good uh and Theodore Roosevelt he he said a famous quote that comparison is the thief of joy yeah and it's so true Mm -hmm. it is because if you're always comparing yourself to somebody, to their accomplishments, to mm. what they have and what you don't have, you don't have joy. Let's just be honest. Don't have joy. Because you, you're so caught up and you're so focused on what you don't have that you can't even see the beauty of what God has done in your own life. No. Nope. You're so, so about, oh, she's married. Oh, she has a baby. Oh, she got promoted. Oh, this and oh, that. Like, like ma'am. What do you have? Let, let's start there. Let, let's talk about what you have. Let's not talk mm-hmm. about what other people are doing and what they have. Let's focus on you. Yeah. Because at the end yes. of the day, protecting your peace is about you, not anybody else. Yes, absolutely. And Paul, you know, says it in, I think it's Philippians chapter four, where he says he learned, he was like, I have learned how to be 
content in, yeah. in, in, content with a lot and content with nothing. And so I think we have to get to that, and I'm paraphrasing, but we also have to get yeah. to that point of being content with whatever we have. If we have a lot, if we have a little, just be content with that. And it's almost like the, um, what's the, what's the Christmas movie with, um, is it Little Timmy? Where uh, uh, Mr. Scrooge is it Scrooge? Oh, uh, the the night. What is it? Not the night before Christmas. It's not the night before Christmas. Is it the night before Christmas? No, it's um. I know what you're talking about. Dang. Uh, uh, what is the name of that movie? What is the theme? Oh <laughs> Sorry, it's not but y'all, late. y'all we're just. We're not. We 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 we, we know. But y'all know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about and how. Mr. Scrooge came and took the little one little thing that Mr. the little Timmy had, and then little Timmy dies, and and then Mr. Scrooge feels so awful. And but little Timmy was just so content with life, like he was content. He was sick, but he was content with where he was. And so it's just having that, um, having that heart to just be content. Look, I have a roof over my head, and we said this um in another podcast, right, Jerry, where just to be thankful and to count your blessings and name them one by one. And once you start counting your blessings, you won't even remember the things that you don't have. If you just focus on what you got and what God has given you and the vision that he's given you and run with that, you won't have time to compare yourself. Right. And the movie is a Christmas carol, by the way. There it is. Praise Jesus. Come on, come through, Jerry. so true we get so caught up in all this stuff and I just imagine God being like but I gave you that but I did this for you and you you don't even appreciate it like real talk y'all we kind of entitled like let's just mm-hmm. we're kind of entitled and spoiled um when you mm-hmm. really think about it in the grand scheme of things because God is like I have done so much for you um as for some of us God has come come all the way through and, but we're still like, but I don't have that one thing. And God is like, but I just gave you all this stuff. I just did all this mm-hmm. for you. And you're mm-hmm. still mad about that. God is like, get your life together. Right. Uh, Wait, absolutely. If we're on the topic about protecting our peace, we always see these funny memes going around. And the rapper Future is usually the picture of these memes because we know he's toxic. That's where it's podcast. even protecting your peace may even be acknowledging those relationships that are draining or those exes that come back every year that circulate in and out of your life Mm -hmm. this may be a good time to be like no Mm -hmm. fam not this time ain't nothing changed 2017 ain't nothing changed 2018 ain't nothing changed 2019 sis let him go let him go (laughs) nothing's changed so and that's for men and women like don't let women who have demonstrated toxic cycles in your life say you know no I have to protect my peace it's so much going on out Mm -hmm. here we have a whole we have racial injustice we have you know mm-hmm. people in the white house COVID-19. covid-19 we have way too much going on to be dealing with food like we have to yeah, really absolutely. be intentional about setting those boundaries because there's already just an oh like we're not at a, at a shortage of things to be overwhelmed about we're just not you know what i right. mean mm-hmm so whatever you right. your cup over, if your cup runneth over <laughs> with things, not good things, <laughs> but things that can that are just draining you and that can wear you out, and that's just causing you to have um, anxiety or f- causing you to go into that spiral of depression. Like it's time to let it go and be unapologetic, right, and unapologetic about that. Right, and that includes family members. Love y'all. Or- absolutely family members because just speaking from the infertility aspect you know some people have family members that just don't get it and mm-hmm. they just don't get it they're not trying to get it they keep asking you when you go get pregnant they know you had a miscarriage all this other type of stuff they keep asking you the same questions every single year and every single year you go home in a state where you're crying and you're depressed you may need to you know put some distance between you and me 
um, that just mm-hmm. be something that you have to do and learn that it's okay to take distance even from family members because family members can be toxic too. Um, toxicity, it doesn't care about your family line. It doesn't care about your family tree. Um, if they're toxic, they're toxic. Um, and so to protect your peace, you're going to have to make a decision. Okay. It is spending time with this person worth me going through a week or two of all that hell let's just be honest right. well jerry what do we do about those family members who ask at every gathering why if you gained weight and why you gain weight can we take distance from them too because um absolutely 110 <laughs> percent right, that will give you a- be like <laughs> why you fat right. <laughs> this, 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 you heard, did you hear me ready why you fat right. i'm fat because you fat there you go <laughs> yeah we both fat <laughs> i'm like does anybody else's family members do this like you can't go away yes. you know i'm like Right. So, so did you? My family. <laughs> we must be eating the same thing, girl. I'm smallest one, but lately I've gained weight, and everybody noticed. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh, you gained weight? Oh, how was that a greeting?" Just let me eat. Right, I'm hungry. Leave me alone. While you got you got two things of potato salad and macaroni and cheese on your plate, and you asking me about how, how fat I am right now? Yeah. So I, mm. I'm over. I'm over it. Yeah. I mean, now is the time to just let people be and just let people do them. And you know, before the quarantine mm-hmm. or the, before the pandemic, I was more conscious about what I ate I did Weight Watchers for a period of time and lost a significant amount of weight and Mm -hmm. I just kind of kept that same mindset and a part of protecting my peace Mm -hmm. believe it or not and I'm getting back on my my journey I have a piece of cake that I'm going to eat tonight but we're not going to talk about that I'm going to get that cake but one of the things that I did even when this pandemic first started and it wasn't too uh be just overly eating or anything was occasionally I would eat the cake. I would tell myself, it's "Yes, have the yes, cake. Like girl. I can't go outside. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, this was a course. Of course, again, when it first started, I can't go outside and do whatever I want to do. I can't have my normal means mm-hmm. of socializing or being with my loved ones or whatever. And so, if I want to have a slice of cake and watch a movie that I enjoy, eat the cake, girl. You know." Eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake. Like that was something that I would do occasionally, if it was just once a week, because that was like my little slice of heaven. You know what I mean? That was something that I did for myself here to make my peace with me not being able to do the things that I would normally enjoy myself because of the pandemic. No, absolutely. And so I think we can give ourselves some grace. You know, we can give ourselves. Grace, mm-hmm. if you gain 10 pounds, like you can work that off. Like, it's okay. You're still here. You're still alive. That's a blessing in itself. So I think it's okay to not allow ourselves or not force ourselves to be perfect. And if we've fallen short in some areas, give ourselves the grace to forgive ourselves, number one. And number two, to get back up and keep going because this has not been a Absolutely. traditional year by any stretch of the imagination. By any means. Mm-mm. By any means. Most untraditional five years of 2020 <laughs> right, I have ever right. <laughs> Just five? I thought it was the whole decade. I thought we packed all of 2020 through 2029 in 2020. <laughs> Next year is not 2021. It is 2030. All right, people? <laughs> like, seriously. And so the point is, number one, give yourself grace. Don't fall into the self-condemnation category because that will take you down a whole spiral that you don't want to go down um self-condemn number one the lord says that he doesn't even condemn us so why are we condemning ourselves that's absolutely that's number one number two number one you're human okay you are a human being you are flawed you got issues you know all this stuff but guess what god made you that way Mm-hmm. So accept, accept who you are in all of God's glory. 
accept that person. Um, if there's stuff you need to work on, then make a commitment to work on it. But don't con- don't condemn yourself in the yeah. process. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, y'all are crazy. I just want y'all to know that. You're crazy. <laughs> <Y'all are> crazy. <laughs> I am. We, I, we all a little touch on this podcast. What Jesus loves us. Okay, so Brandy, I'm gonna think of you eating your cake yes. while I eat my cupcake. So you know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm gonna eat the cake. We all gonna eat our cake tonight, yes. and we're gonna be this fine. Was supposed to, I was supposed to eat it yesterday, but I only ate half, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna give myself permission to finish it off Monday, and then Tuesday I'm back on my low to no sugar. So yeah absolutely i love it that is good that is good so brandy do you have any last remarks about self-care uh staying off social media or and or protecting your peace during the holidays um i would just reiterate and co-sign everything we talked about again self-care is not selfish setting boundaries your self-care is not about being mean to people it's about being nice to yourself yes write that down and so don't feel guilty Mm -hmm. about it fam like do what you got to do to protect your be unapologetic about it um yeah those are my my closing remarks thank you ladies for having me this was fun It was. Thank you for coming. I'm so glad. Yes, it was lots of fun. It was. Alicia, you got any last <laughs> remarks? Um, love yourself. And then also, remember there is only one you. Everybody else is taken, so you can only compare yourself to yourself. Try to be a better version of yourself tomorrow than you were today. Ooh, that's like really that. good. Uh, my remark would be this journey is hard. Nobody can take that away from you. It's hard. Uh, whether mm-hmm. you're single and you desire to be married, whether you're on a journey to motherhood, life mm-hmm. is hard. Um, 2020 has made it even harder. But here's the thing. Um, God's grace covers yeah. that. Um, Amen. And so since God's grace covers that, give yourself some grace. Um, learn when to walk away from whatever it is that's not giving you peace. Um, if you've spent all of 2018, 19, and half of 2020, you know, doing IVF, doing fertility treatments, maybe it's time to step back, not saying stop. Because, of course, if God told you that you're going to have a baby, I believe in the name of Jesus that it's going to happen. Amen. However, however, it's okay to take a break from it. It's okay to figure out who you are without all that stuff. Who are you when you're not trying to have a baby? Um, Get to to know who you are. That's part of self-care and that's part of protecting your peace is knowing your identity. Um, So take some time in prayer. Ask God, okay, Lord, who am I? Um, if you're not ordaining me or you're not calling me to be a mom right this moment, then what are you calling me to do? Um, so get to the bottom of that. So that's our advice to y'all um, about protecting your peace and just loving on yourself. Um, Brandy, can you pray? Us Wait now? a minute, pray, Nigeria. We didn't. <laughs> 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 Come on, girl. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I can't. Was your, your, your Brandy, you already told Brandy me about this, so they already did. Uh, oh, oh, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, Jeffrey just kind of threw that on me. I was good. <laughs> every episode, though. That's true. Right. All right. So, are y'all ready? Yeah, we're ready. I don't, we're ready, but I don't know. I don't know if the audience is ready, but here we go. Ready <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So let's, let's pray. Lord, God, we just thank you for this day, God. I thank you for this platform that my sisters have created for women, Lord, who are seeking you, who are trusting you. 
for guidance, for your promises. God, I thank you that you have established this platform as a way and as a light for individuals who are lost to be able to find joy and to find peace in their journey. God, I just ask that even as we embark on this uh, Christmas of 2020 that doesn't look anything like what we have imagined. I thank you that you have been there since the first day of this year, God. You have been there and you are still here and you have even gone before us. And so, God, I just ask right now that you would help us not to step into fear, not to step into comparison, not to step into despair, even as some of us are grieving the losses of either things that we actually physically lost or things that didn't happen this year the way that we thought that they would. God, I just ask right now that you would begin the process of restoring our hope, restoring our joy. God, I just I thank you that your word says that your plans are to give us a future and a hope. I thank you that that has not changed and that we would allow your word, that word to be the banner over us, that you will give us a future and a hope. And you're doing it even now when we don't see it, God, you are still working. So, God, I just ask right now, God, that everything that we said today will be helpful to the listeners. And, God, I thank you that even as they walk away from this podcast episode, that you would even more begin to speak about it, speak into each and every individual situation so that they will take this information, take everything that was shared, take even our personal testimonies that were shared and cultivating them a purpose, their plan. And God, just show them exactly what to do from this place because you are not done. The year is ending, but God, we know that you are a God who is never done. You always outdo yourself. You always have a plan to wow and amaze us. And so God, we thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Brandy. Um, Thanks, Brandy. This concludes this episode and season two of the Journey to Motherhood podcast. Um, as mm-hmm. always, if you are a woman dealing with infertility, miscarriage, or infant loss, we definitely invite you to join the Womb Prep private group on Facebook. This is the group where it gets real. This group where we vent, we cry, but we also um, give prayer and encouragement to those that need it. So if you're interested in joining our private group, just let us know and then we will definitely get you at it. Uh, we will see y'all in 2021 if the Lord says the same. Bye! Bye! Love you, Love you guys! <laughs> Love you. Love you later! Bye.